Ozzy is the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to New Jersey is the world, a podcast without Chris Gethard. <laughs> I killed him. He's in my backyard. So we know that's why people really come here. And then maybe in a future episode, we're going to dig him up and see what he looks like. He was right to be afraid of me. <laughs> I have him in the closet right now. We're going to party with him for at least three days before we put him in a casket. <laughs> weekend at Gethards. Yeah, Weekend at Gethards. Yeah. We've got an independent film coming up later this year <laughs> where we uh, take Chris's reanimated corpse, some piano wire, and we parade him around various New Jersey towns for everyone's entertainment. One in every county. One in every county. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Geth's biggest fear. Without knowing that's his biggest fear. You know what I mean? It's going to be Geth on ice. <laughs> yeah. He just woke up in a cold sweat. Um, yeah. There are two people talking. One of them is me, who people on the main feed aren't necessarily used to hearing. Who are you? Who, me? <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> oh, I'm the Pine Baroness herself. Large and in charge. <laughs> Hell yeah. Andrea, South Jersey is also the world Quinn. Hell yeah. Hello, Andrea. And with us today is our... Um, Gagoots voicemail royalty, Jody Bergen County. <laughs> I left two today about The Rock. I'm not giving up. <laughs> That's it. I, Jody and I recorded our podcast just 20 minutes ago. We finished up, so I told her to stick around. She's going to play uh, Gethard today. Mike, what do you have planned for today? Mike or Nick? Because we didn't even introduce the, the fourth person that we have with us today. Oh. The king of the rat tail, <laughs> Nikki Bonaduce. Oh, <laughs> Nikki Bonaduce, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm here. I thought everybody heard me already. But yeah, it's good to have Jody here, our friend hailing from Bergen County originally. Uh, Andrew the Pirate originally. Baroness. And, <laughs> originally. <laughs> and Mike D, the king of central Jersey itself. So We've got a lot of representation. Yeah. Who needs gas? <laughs> we cover all... Uh, all four corners of the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although we can't start by saying, hey, I'm a volunteer uh, EMT. And if my pager <laughs> goes off, don't get worried, everybody. I'm okay. It's not my medic alert. You can actually say like, actually, I have a side job as a drug dealer. So if my pager yeah, goes my off, pager goes off. Of show, exactly. I need to. It's a cover. Yeah. I might need to run out and uh, service someone. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Yes, it is, right? They probably use cell phones. I think we just text. He's, he's still got the same high school beeper number. <laughs> is that true? At 732- Hey, I still have the same phone number I had in 1995. <laughs> if that's somebody's number that I know that I recalled just for that moment, I have no idea why. We should we should call it and find out. Yeah. I hope it's Geth and it goes off while he's on stage. 876530. I'll bleep that just to be safe. Yeah, just in case. 73669. What did I say? I don't remember. You said 732. It's probably my number. <laughs> I hope you just doxed yourself. <laughs> I'll give you my real number. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Anyway. 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 Honored to be here. So I'm ex- I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and we have we have Jody as a special guest. And what's really fun about these episodes is once in a while, um, Hollywood Geth, who usually hosts this show, is out big timing somewhere on the West Coast. Big shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he put us in charge, and we get to do whatever we want for this episode. And so you know, I was obsessively reading nj.com today as as i normally do and also politico which is another thing that i read Uh. and in both those fine publications they 
have articles out in the last day or two, which they asked presidential people who potentially will be running for president in the next election. And they asked them to each create a 20 song playlist of their favorite songs. I think Ugh. it's important to note that the wording is like songs that stir your soul. No, the idea of Chris Christie having a soul that can be stirred by uh, music. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't buy it. I'm not seeing it. I don't buy it either. But one of the people they did ask to create a playlist is New Jersey's own Chris Christie. And I know on some one of the episodes that, that we put out every couple of weeks is called Garden State Got Goots, where all of us get together and we listen to voicemails from you, the listeners, and we discuss them. And so Chris Christie recently... Um, came up on one of those voicemails and we had a pretty lively discussion about Chris Christie. Um, Mm -hmm. So this playlist we thought was worth an episode to discuss because there is a lot to discuss on this playlist. So I figured we can kind of go through and start to, to break this down song by song. Um, and, and kind of discuss this. And I, I want to warn people, I have a feeling this is going to get very mean spirited <laughs> very quickly, but <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here, okay so with that. I don't care. Yeah. No, I'm all for mean spirited when it comes to this guy. So should we kick this off with the first selection on Chris Christie's songs that stir my soul playlist? which is Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. I don't have any problem. I love this song. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Andrea's shaking her head, but... I'm shaking my head at... at, It's just like Thunder Road is... The existence of Chris Christie. Yeah. Thunder Road is a perfect song. I just don't believe that Chris Christie understands it the right way. Mm -mm. I just don't picture Chris Christie. It's also like, as a presidential candidate right now, or a possible presidential candidate, you are... The most important thing you're doing, in my opinion, is representing New Jersey. And if you're going to do that, of course, Bruce is going to be on your list. Yeah. But what you should do is show off a little bit and pick a deeper cut. I'm with you on that. Pick like Drama Rama as your number one band. (laughs) (laughs) To be like OG Jersey. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, you don't... Again, Thunder Road is a perfect song. It's one of the the songs where, like, uh, some days I will listen to it on repeat. But it's not the one I'm going to present to, you know what I mean? He's not trying to show cred. Yeah. He's just like going for the obvious. Doesn't like Bruce is like not a fan of Chris Christie, right? I mean, it's like a known thing, right? I don't know. That's probably true. It would make sense yeah, if that it's true. feels true, but I don't know that. Like, and he still goes to his concerts and cries and knows that the man like <laughs> that's singing the song hates his guts, kind of. The way that I think about this is, can I picture this person going home and actually listening to this song and and what they would be doing. And there is no visual fantasy that I can imagine where Chris Christie goes home and takes off his wingtips and puts his feet on the coffee table and puts on <laughs> Thunder Road. This just doesn't wash for me. The coffee table that's like a young staffer. <laughs> I see him like stripped down to like tidy whities like reenacting a scene from an 80s movie where he's pretending to be Tom Cruise listening to like pretend like he was young again sliding across the floor in his giant tidy whities. Here's something that I've learned 
is I just would have bet my money that Christy wasn't actually a Springsteen fan. Apparently, he's been to over a hundred of his shows. Yeah, he's obsessed. I know he is. I didn't know that. Yeah. And apparently, Bruce, can you imagine? Okay. So, and apparently, Springsteen has spoken out against Christy. Yeah. Um, I do. I was not completely whacked out. That's so pathetic. And imagine, though, being a huge Springsteen fan and then... And he hates you. Can you imagine how what a nightmare... That would be Bruce just sitting up on stage being like, fucking this guy again. This fucking guy. Did you guys see that Bruce um, had to cancel his remaining dates? Yeah. He found out Chris Christie was coming. (laughs) I'm just canceling the whole show if he's coming. The the next track on this is a very odd choice from a very good band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw her standing there by the Beatles, which I think if you're going to pick one Beatles song, I feel like it probably should come from like the mid to late Beatles era where they were just Mm -hmm. a much, much more interesting band. And for that, and it's not like Chris Christie's even old enough to probably like remember that. Yeah. Maybe he is, but I don't think so. He's just trying to appeal to voters. That's all. Yeah. He should have chosen the the Tiffany cover of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't he do that? Yeah. He was probably a mall kid at some point. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think the Beatles are making my list of twenty songs that stir my soul. I, I I'm a fan because it's the Beatles. Like, there's something in there for everyone. I think, but I just don't know that. Well, this whole list is signaling, right? The whole list is like, yeah, okay, this group of people I want to like <laughs> me, so I'm going to throw in, you know, a little Bruce for the Jersey folks, a little Beatles for the old people, because old people yeah. vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So you got to get the Beatles in there. Those boomers, they still vote. This is, no offense to the two white men on this podcast, but this is the most white guy list I've ever seen in my life. That's what I said before. This is like 104.3, like the first hour of like the radio. Yeah. Every single day. Like they play the same shit. I don't trust anybody who isn't, who doesn't have like serious individual opinions on music in general. Like I just like people who are like, I don't really listen to music or I'll put the radio on in the car. And that's what this feels like to me. And it just... I don't trust it. He just wrote down the first 20 songs that came on the classic rock station. <laughs> yeah. Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones is a weird pick because that's a song that I absolutely love. That's probably my favorite Rolling Stones song because it's just like, huh. it's the sound of evil. I mean, that song <laughs> just, no, I mean, in a, in a good way, but I mean, that yeah, is yeah, like, no. you know, Altamont, like thunderstorms, like mm-hmm. you get the crowd into such a frenzy that people start killing each other. And it has one of my favorite misunderstood lines ever where I think what they're actually saying is it's just a shot away. But for years I thought they were saying it's just Piscataway, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. <laughs> It's just Piscataway. Oh my God, it should be. The sound of true evil, like you said. It should be that. Piscataway's kind of evil. It should be that. It's funny. It's going to be in my mind from now on. (laughs) Every time I hear it, all I hear is, it's just Piscataway. That's That's perfect. That's all over here, yeah. Oh God. That's Piscataway's claim to fame, is it's a misheard (laughs) lyric in a Rolling Stone song. It's like the only thing anyone knows about Piscataway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, odd little town, Piscataway. Although I do, they have a couple of good restaurants in Piscataway. Oh. Shockingly, yes. I if you can believe it, I haven't spent much time in Piscataway. Mm, you're missing out. <laughs> they also have that uh, historical village with reenactors, which I believe is called East Jersey Old Town, Ooh. which is in Piscataway. And I love historical reenactors. What are they reenacting? Revolutionary War. A vague 
I, I would say like something like the rev like colonial America, but it's a yeah. little bit loose. Yeah, it says like loose colonial America. <laughs> it says the seventeen and eighteen hundreds, so it's just okay. a nice little big range there. cross yeah. section of a hundred years. And it was like once we read Jane Austen in a Victorian novel class, and I was like, Jane Austen was stone cold in her grave for a hundred years before anyone <laughs> thought of the idea. You know, before people thought of Victorians, right? It's so funny how we're just kind of like, ah, yeah, it's like gen. It's the general vibe is right. It's fine. Like close enough. The clothes looks the same. It's no. It's not to the level of colonial Williamsburg, you know, where they're very accurate with their historical reenactments, but. You know, that place good for Piscataway rules. It sure does. It's also <laughs> you can just walk around. Like when I went, I have a friend who um, did their PhD at the whatever the what's the fucking why can't I think of William and Mary? And it's just like part of it's like practically part of the campus there. Yeah, I had no idea. That's awesome. I was like, well, am I gonna have to pay forty bucks to like drink in the tavern there? But no, you just walk through. I, I was there and. uh we stayed overnight a couple of nights. And so I woke up really early in the morning to go running. And as I was running, I was running through, uh, through the town and, yeah. you know, people in Victorian garb were, or, you know, 18th century garb were going about their morning, doing their chores, waving to me. It was a very, very surreal experience. <laughs> what are those things so on your weird. feet? <laughs> yeah. Where That's awesome. are the red coats coming? Why are you yeah. moving so <laughs> There's a very tiny little place called old, I can old stone. Those two words are hard to say together. Old stone house village in South Jersey in like, uh, Williamstown, maybe. Um, that is, it's literally like four buildings, but I went, I had three different class trips there where you like churn butter and you make sun tea and pickles. And did I say paper and you make paper? Um, you get to keep it. Yeah. So you went there and we went to wild West city. <laughs> That, that, that's kind of everything you need to know about North and South Jersey, isn't it? That's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. You had a much cooler time. Or Space Farms. Shocking nobody, the next song is Dream On by Aerosmith. <laughs> oh. Dream On. This is objectively a bad song. Yes. I just Correct. have weird feelings about Aerosmith. Weird feelings. I don't know. I'm just one of those. I, plus, I lived in Boston for a while. And it like, I was never a big fan. And I lived there and being harassed because I was from New Jersey and didn't like mm. Aerosmith like everybody else did. I guess this kind of maybe made its mark on me. Aerosmith does suck, right? Oh yeah. And that's why okay. there's, that's why I'm not shocked they're on this list because <laughs> I get it. they're sort of the, I'm making like scare quotes. Obviously people can't see cause it's a podcast, but they're a, Met, like an acceptable metal band. <laughs> right. And I'm using the term metal very loosely. They are, they are metal light. Right, you know, acceptable. But he thinks like he's like I'm going to listen to something heavy. He puts on Aerosmith. Oh, he probably just saw the Live Tyler Alicia Silverstone video and was like, uh, "This is my favorite band." Well, okay, Jody, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, whatever. Come on, <laughs> come on, Jody. I'm pretending we didn't just have this conversation about that video. Jody and I literally just had that conversation uh -oh. and said the uh -oh. same thing. So let's all. <laughs> I'm casting aspersions. <laughs> But it's different because he was like a 40-year-old, like, yeah, dude, yeah. I am glad that we all agree that Aerosmith does suck. I was worried that everybody's going to be okay with. Yeah, not a, not a fan. Not, not my thing. The next choice, I think, might be controversial as well. Um, on, on two sides. So Pink Houses by John Cougar Mellencamp, who I think Ugh. 
I like John Cougar Mellencamp. Again, very fitting pick for this type of list from a politician. And I can go either way with, with John Cougar Mellencamp. I think he is a talented person, but it's not the kind of thing where I would ever say, let me put on John Cougar Mellencamp. You mean he won't listen to that all the way through? Or just put it on for the B-sides? The deep melon... <laughs> the deep cuts? Mellencamp cuts. cuts. The melon cuts. Here's what I think. I think he sucks and I like him as opposed to Aerosmith who I think sucks <laughs> and I don't like. That's fair. Like I'm going to leave Pink Houses on. Yeah, but he rocks. I mean, he's like, right? you know, he's a good rocker. I mean, I associate him with like being with my cousins in Connecticut in a Jeep driving somewhere yeah. like in the early 80s. That feels right. Like it's that vibe. The tape came with the Jeep <laughs> when you bought it. That's what was in, in the tape. Yeah. It was, st- it was actually stuck in there. Yeah. Like nostalgic, but other than that, I could take him or leave him. I think he thinks he's Springsteen, though, right? Who? John Cougar Mellencamp? Yeah. Hmm. You may be right. Like, I think he thinks he's doing what Springsteen does. He just isn't. But again, I like him. He's like the Midwestern version? Yeah. Midwestern South slash version. I feel like this is him saying, I like America, guys. <laughs> I like all of America. I'm like an everyday American, guys. I like John Cougar Mellencamp. Mm-hmm. I love all of white America that votes. <laughs> Yeah. And this is the music that you listen to right. in America, mm-hmm. so vote for yep. me. Yep, you got it. I'm a good tax-paying citizen. Yeah. I listen to the Coldplay. <laughs> I listen to early 60s Beatles. <laughs> like, no Black Sabbath? Like, with, like oh my God, he listens to Black Sabbath. Ozzy Osbourne's the devil. Ah, I met uh, there's nothing cutting. Ozzy Osbourne's son two weeks ago, and it was very <laughs> interesting. Oh, Jack? Yes. Was he nice? How did he? How did he grow up? Good. He was super nice oh, okay. and super normal, and he was attending the camp in Maine that I was attending. No way. And nobody knew. Did you wrestle him? Yes. And nobody knew. Did you touch his Bozak? <laughs> Not intentionally. <laughs> and I, I didn't realize uh, who he was. He 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 was just such a normal, unassuming person, like everyone else. And after a day or maybe by the second day, someone, you know, people started to figure it out. Um, but he had the best response. You know, obviously he had, he's, you know, British and has a, a British accent. And somebody said to him like, oh, are you from, from England? Did you fly over here? And he said, well, I was born there. But uh, when I was younger, my parents moved to L.A. for a job. So I've been living there since. And I thought that was... That's the classiest, <laughs> slickest yeah. response that I'd ever is, heard, heard yeah. someone say. I mean, I thought that was genius, like absolute genius. That's the, I went to a school outside of Boston for people mm-hmm. who don't want to say they went to Harvard. That's exactly right. Uh, but much cooler. Yeah. I yeah. have a follow-up question. <laughs> How many lobsters did he eat? I did not observe his lobster intake. intake. Unfortunately, he was... Uh, is he all fit now? Like, is he? Yeah, well, because he was a big kid, right? Yeah, he's seemed to be in incredibly good shape, and definitely knows what he is doing in combat sports. <laughs> That's awesome. That's. I thought you were gonna say he heard your voice and said, "Wait, are you Mike D from New Jersey? Is the <laughs> New world? Jersey's the oh world? My God, <laughs> he and his family just announced a podcast, which is what I was gonna say, and I wonder if he's gonna talk about." being at that camp in Maine and that weird dude who wandered around all night looking for a place to shower. <laughs> hey, but this really nice guy, Jersey Mike. Jersey Mike, yeah. He wouldn't eat the cannoli. He said the cannoli was garbage. <laughs> he wouldn't eat the cannoli, but I felt bad for him. He wasted all his time looking for a shower, you know? <laughs> he could have been enjoying himself much more. 
Yeah, Jack is supposed to be like also a big believer in uh, UFOs and aliens. Well, strange, interesting fact on the side. I just it tracks the the Venn diagram <laughs> of people who enjoy violent sports and UFOs. Is very, very <laughs> is it really? From, yes, it's from what I what I can see. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's one circle actually. Wow, that's interesting. Do you think everybody's preparing to fight the aliens, and that's why? I know I'm preparing to fight the aliens, but I'm not taking fucking <laughs> jujitsu. They're sure. preparing to fight something. I don't know what it is, but they didn't tell me. But they're definitely the government says that they are preparing us for a ground war with aliens. That's why they've turned on the aliens, and they're no longer peaceful, friendly ones. They're ready to like when they land. They want us to pick. People can't even understand how to use a toll booth. <laughs> and they're gonna have people fighting aliens. They've been grooming us for this. We don't have any commies to kill anymore. Now we got to kill aliens. I'm going to be useless. I'm just going to walk into the ocean if they come. Yeah, it's over for me. No terrorists. Terrorism's over. No viruses. It's aliens now. It's just aliens. All right. right. Well, if they do come, we'll we'll be under a lot of pressure. (laughs) Pressure (laughs) with Billy Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Mike. Professional podcaster, Mike D. That's right. A true professional. Yeah. Yep. That's boom well done. Again, it's a weird choice, I think. What do you think he's saying here with this one? Maybe he's under too much pressure. Uh, Maybe he didn't have his... To l- cry for help. What's the specific scenario that you think Chris Christie takes his I, you know, iPhone or whatever device he uses and says, now is the time where I listen to Pressure by Billy Joel? <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Apparently what he wants to have is soul stirred. The, if the John Cougar Mellencamp was was the Midwest America, please like me. This is the I also like New York, even though I'm from New Jersey. But why pressure? I don't know. But the Billy Joel is like, hey, Long Island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem with Billy Joel. I like a lot of Billy Joel songs. But again, this is mm-hmm. a not great Billy Joel song compared to so many other good songs he has. I mean, it has that terrible grating synth line in it mm-hmm. um that kind of leads a song that is, and the lyrics are awful um <laughs> say it next what do you think would be a more acceptable i'm trying to decide oh there's only one choice if you have to put a billy joel song on a list. down easter alexa <laughs> no no uh, <laughs> that's very dramatic not Tony everybody to cry okay Fuck me, I guess. You want uh, scenes, scenes from, from an Italian, Italian restaurant? Yeah, that's it. Hell yeah. Bottle of reds, bottle of white. Hell yeah. They're going to say only the good die young. I'm, that song that's, will make me cry. I know that's the point, but that song will make me cry. Nobody wants to have a heart attack. Ek, 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 ek. <laughs> you <laughs> ought to know by now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do this. I, I do. I do kind of unironically love a lot of Billy Joel music. Yeah, like, of course. Pretty genuinely. Yeah. No, same. I There are a huge number of Billy Joel songs that I think are great. That's why, again, this list is so odd. So do you think he just said, like, I know I've got to have some Billy Joel on there. I don't actually care or like him, so I'm just going to pick whatever song? Or do you think he's trying to be like, well, I'm not going to pick one of the, like, big ones to prove that I'm a real Billy Joel fan? But he picked Thunder Road. Huh. That's true. Yeah. That's like, yeah, his handler was He's not like, that smart. You have to use there's one song yet. Like, look at the next one. Not to jump ahead. Living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. Ugh. Oh, geez, your favorite. Living with no hair. Oh, oh. If you're going to pick a Bon Jovi song for this, you should not be picking that song. And wait, we have somebody here who is. Aren't you head of the fan club? The Bergen County faction of the John Bon Jovi fan club of New Jersey? I probably was when I was 13. You are a bigger. Jovi fan than Springsteen fan though, right? How dare you put that on record? <laughs> uh, uh, 
How dare you, Andrea? Exposed. That was said in confidence. <laughs> that was said on a different podcast. Oh, man. I was a huge Bon Jovi fan. I still would not put this on my top 20 songs that stir my soul. No, the song, again, this... And and I'm not not a Bon Jovi fan. I, I like to give Jody shit because if you're going to pick Springsteen or Jovi and you pick Bon Jovi, I... <laughs> but you living on a prayer sucks. <laughs> that song's bad. There's so many better options. Yeah. I wonder if it's... I'm starting to view this entire list as a very poor marketing campaign tool. Yeah. Which I'm sure that's why they have these articles. That's what it is. And in which case, living on a prayer is his very slight nod to religious people. I imagine. <laughs> Even though this song couldn't be further, but they'll of, just look to us and be like, oh, it has prayer in it. He must be a good Christian. Or maybe it's to represent that his... Like Bon Jovi. His campaign <laughs> is living on a prayer right now. Oh, maybe. Yeah. There you go. Now, Jody, what would your pick be? What would my pick be? That's a great question, Andrea. Thank you for asking. Um... <laughs> Off the top of my head, I would probably say Runaway, but that's maybe just because I'm feeling really nostalgic today. That is a good one, though. For, like, early days. It is a good one. Yeah. Definitely not living on a prayer. As we're going through, we should actually rewrite this playlist with the songs that Chris Christie should have on it from each artist. So (laughs) we, we can quickly backtrack and say... For the Bruce song, I think if you're going to pick one, it should be 4th of July, Asbury Park. Ooh. Mm. That's a good song. It's a good song. And if you're from Jersey representing our state, you're proving that you can name more than like Thunder Road and um, I almost said Living on a Prayer. Other Bruce Springsteen songs. Suddenly I can't think of a single one. (laughs) Born in the USA. But he clearly can't. Every single one of these songs is the most well-known song almost from that person. Not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. What Beatles song? Mm. What Beatles song? I still think the better thing is he should have chosen the Tiffany version of this song and just skip the Beatles. <laughs> just skip the Beatles altogether. That's more fitting for him. Anything off Rubber Soul. <laughs> see, this is hard because now I'm starting to sit. No, I'm not. But I if what we're actually doing is just picking better songs, that's one thing. But if what we're trying to do is actually appeal to people, then you do pick some bullshit. Like, well, no, I don't think you pick some bullshit. You pick, I don't know. This is a hard job. Whoever actually picked these songs for him, like, they had a hard job. Yeah, they didn't do it well, though. No, no. What if he did Helter Skelter? Hmm. Helter Skelter is good. I was going to say Polythene Pam, but that's kind of a strange Beatles song, but a good one. Have you seen Polythene Pam? She's so good looking because she looks like a man. Oh, cool song. I don't know that one. I'm not. I've never done like a deep Beatles dive. Yeah, that like a, there's no monkeys on that list. I'm really upset. Oh, there is no monkeys. What Rolling Stones song? That's a good question. What Stones song? Paint it black. Just, just because I like it. Sorry. <laughs> Could be a good choice. Do, 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 Can't get no satisfaction. A little cheeky. Jumping Jack Flash. <laughs> Wild horses. <laughs> Anything off Jumpin' Jack Flash? You look like you're grooving over there, Nick. Yeah, I have like everything's, I have very bad stream of conscious with music, so it's been happening all day. Jumpin' Jack Flash would be funny if that was on his playlist. I think that's a good one. What about Aerosmith? I don't even know if we can pick one. Oh, uh, Jenny's got a gun. It tells you a whole story. It's like kind of like telling you about being from Jersey. Or, what did she ever do? That's a terrible one to get voters. Aerosmith and Run DMC walk this way. Ooh. Oh, crossover. Oh, there you go. Crossover. You get everybody. Something. That would be acceptable. Bringing rock and rap together. He doesn't listen to rap. Or if he does, that's what I mean. Or if he does, 
he's not going to like again he's doing something very specific with this list and it's not trying to yeah he's appealing to republican voters he's not putting run run dmc on there yeah all we need is john cougar mellencamp right oh jack and diane i mean yeah if you want to go basic like yeah i mean that's the obvious yeah one right like which he is that's like boys and girls it's like right right conservative oh i mean small town oh small town little diddy about jack and diane two christian kids doing the right thing <laughs> can we have a have a version of this episode that's just nick singing all of the songs on this list oh my god i'm the, I, like, I love that i'm doing his interpretation give me like three beers and put me in front of karaoke like <laughs> you will regret that or have your arm around me oh my god i would pay you to do this karaoke playlist just one through 20 just straight through i still have to do uh i still have to do dancing on like the boardwalk dressed as him <laughs> Is that one of your punishments or is that something you want to do for fun? Yeah, it's okay. one of my punishments. Just for fun? <laughs> At this point, does it really matter? Just on your bucket list. Yeah, what's the difference? I'm trying to ruin my own career and I can't. <laughs> uh, run to you, Brian Adams. Oof. I've got to say, I don't know this song. I know who Brian Adams is, but I'm... Oh, if you heard it, you would know it. Not familiar. It's very... Um... It's like one of the worst ones. There's so many better. Like... Yeah, it's very cheesy. I had to look it up because I couldn't think of any other songs other than everything I do off the top of my head. But please forgive me is going to be my Brian Adams. Song. Uh. Is that bad? <laughs> Anything from the Robin Hood soundtrack? I don't know. I mean, he also does suck, right? Oh. No? Oh, man. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I think he's kind of like a classic fucking good rocker dude. Right. Okay. No? I mean. Like, how do you hate him? I don't hate him. I just associate him with like. Yeah. The radio, mm-hmm. like yeah, absolutely. I, I wouldn't choose to put on Brian Adams again. It's really important that we remember that these are twenty songs in all of music, <laughs> and he has chosen <laughs> Brian Adams as one of his twenty artists. That is, you you make a good point. Crazy. They must have taken some kind of sample off like the top twenty for like the past forty five years, and like okay, take one Something, song from right? every fucking decade, and you'll be good. Yeah. So weird. I don't know this Coldplay song. Every teardrop is a waterfall. Is a what now? Is a waterfall. <laughs> I have to play it. I like. I think I know two Coldplay songs. I think they all sound the same anyway. But yeah. But I like them. I guess. What's the one? The the good one is the one. Yeah, that um, one. <laughs> the one about. Uh, I need to be prompted. Singing Nick. I need to be prompted, otherwise I won't be able to start. Somebody singing it. That's it. What is it called? And then he's like, you know, usually has a microphone in his hand. And there's lights on behind him. That one. <laughs> Viva La Vida. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. There's no fucking Elvis Presley on this list. I'm fucking appalled. Uh, that's a good point. You should always have at least one Elvis. Viva New Jersey. Like I mean, how can anyone take seriously? Viva, Viva. Every teardrop is a waterfall. That is, if you handed that into a sixth grade poetry class, you'd get an F. I don't, I don't even know what that song is. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what the song is. Yeah, no. I can't name another Coldplay song, unfortunately, to improve don't, on this. Don't go chase the waterfalls. Is that a different song? Oh, I would have so much respect for him if he put TLC on this. Oh, that'd be awesome. Or the rewrite. Yeah, that's yeah. what he should have done is just swapped it out. Yeah, for our rewrite, we're getting rid of Coldplay and we're putting yeah. waterfalls, uh, TL- waterfalls wa- wa- TLC. Water. Wooter. Hooterfalls. Waterfalls. <laughs> I'm good with that substitution. So we're just, Coldplay just gets completely knocked off yeah. the list. And now we've got TLC uh, Waterfalls. Yeah. I think so. Perfect. That's much easier. Yeah. 
Although if we can start throwing out actual whole bands, I'm, I'm crushing this whole list. <laughs> yeah, mo- every, just about everybody except Springsteen is gone on this. Yeah, I would keep Bruce. And Bon Jovi, thank you very much. I could be um, I would keep Bon Jovi. I would keep the Stones, actually. Yeah. I think they're a really good band. Yeah, they're a classic. Billy Joel can stay. That's the thing. It's the artists are, most of them are inoffensive artist choices. There's a few up, coming up, too, who I do genuinely love. So Who's that? Like Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh. That song rules. I'm sorry. That can stay. <laughs> That's a great song. It kind of does love, rule. Yeah. Oh, man, I can listen to that. This is like a broken can, clock <laughs> is right twice situation. Yeah, agreed. All right, so we're okay with Phil Collins. Yeah. There's a lot, though, that he... I think this is... I think we're okay with that Phil Collins song. Does anyone have a different suggestion? Susu Sudia. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I call the studio the Susu Studio, and that makes me happy. <laughs> Andrea. That's where I am right now. I'm recording in the Stu studio. Having a heart attack. Ac, ac, ac. <laughs> you ought to know by now. <laughs> um, Let's go crazy. Prince and the revolution. I love, I love Prince more than yeah. many. I mean, I love Prince. I love Prince. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say anything bad about there's, Prince. Yeah. yeah. Let's go crazy. Showing his wild side for. But there's no world in which Chris Christie goes crazy. <laughs> no. There's no world in which Chris Christie ever puts Prince on the radio, no. on his on the radio, on his uh, Spotify or whatever. On his, on his iPod. He's got his iPod out. Yeah, on okay, his iPod. What if Bat Dance? What if that's Bat. what he puts on his list? <laughs> if he were a character in a Prince song, he would be Mr. McGee, who runs the five and dime and looks down his nose at Prince. <laughs> that's who... That's who Chris Christie would be. So much. I feel like I want to take Prince off of this list, though, because I don't think... Christy deserves to be able to like, he shouldn't get invoke Prince. Prince. No. I agree. You know what we should do is, this may be controversial, I think we should replace Prince with Michael Jackson. Ooh. It would be Smooth Criminal. That's the Michael Jackson <laughs> song that he would pick. <laughs> oh. That's perfect. Oh, oh and he, he really thinks he is that. Like, that's what Christy really thinks of himself as. He looks in the mirror and that's what he sees, a smooth criminal. Mm-hmm. Like, I look like a smooth criminal in these tidy whities <laughs> Oh God, we're back there. I'm not sure that Nick's ever left. <laughs> the whole time I've been sitting, I'm, in my mind, I'm like watching him as he got home. He's walking around his house in his underwear. Listening. Still got his fucking dress shirt on with his tidy whities, <laughs> the socks up to his knees, black socks. Yep. He's risky business in it up. So, yeah, he's risky busy sliding across the floor. And he's listening to Ed Sheeran, <laughs> apparently, which is... Turn up that Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Crank it. Oh, I love it. Again, yeah, this is the part I love. Weird that he picked a song that I think, I mean, I I don't know. I can name, I think, two Ed Sheeran songs other than this one now. I don't, is this a a song that people know, Castle on the Hill? Or is this a deep Ed Sheeran cut? I've never heard it. I don't know. Somebody sing it. I don't know what it sounds like. He saved his deep cuts for Ed Sheeran. Yeah, this one sticks out because every other band on here is from 30 plus years ago except for ed sheeran so how did chris christie begin listening to ed sheeran and the killers is a little more recent but yeah still like 20 years though right for the yeah yeah such an odd choice to pick again like when you're picking living on a prayer and thunder road and dream on for those but then you you pick again a song that i don't think is even a single for Ed Sheeran as far as I know, which means, which now here's what I'm imagining is he sat down with whichever handler, you know, helped him work this out and insisted that this 
and that Coldplay song were on whatever. Put whatever you want, but I'm insisting that this Coldplay song and this Ed Sheeran song. That's what he's really into. Yeah. Yeah. This has social media in turn written all over it. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. I wonder if his social media interns secretly hate him and they're trying to fuck him up. Or actually, I wonder if, and I don't know enough about it, but I would be unsurprised to find out that these are two songs that like blew up on TikTok or something. Oh, God. And they're hoping for some sort of... You could be right. That the Ed Sheeran and the Coldplay deep cuts. I'm starting to think this whole list is like a prank (laughs) by one of his social media interns. I'd love to find that out. I can't imagine he's fun to work for. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's fun. I think he was notorious for just being... Yeah. Fucking jerk off, low hard. We've got Elton John next again. You're, he's just picking the like least offensive, most boring karaoke. When you could have picked any of two dozen other Elton John songs that would make so much more sense if you're Chris Christie versus Tiny Dancer. Yeah, could have picked what in Saturday Night's All Right for fighting and been kind of cool. Rocket Man, Crocodile Rock, <laughs> Benny and the Jets. I, that would have made sense to get all the Jets fans in New Jersey. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mike D. What about the bitches back? <laughs> yeah. It's just like there are funnier choices and there are better choices. And the fact that you went in neither of those directions. Mm-hmm. is like I'm going to keep coming back to this, but my central thing is I just do not believe that Chris Christie listens to any of these songs. No. I just, I don't buy it. It, you know. Do you think he listens to music? <laughs> I think he drives in silence. Seriously. He drives around and he watches ESPN by himself in the back of a car. I could buy that. Yeah. Apparently he is actually listening to Bruce because you don't go to 100 concerts Oh yeah. if you're not actually a fan. That's fair. You do if you're a politician and you can write off the tickets as an expense. I guess. Yeah, maybe that's true. It said he like goes there, he cries. So next up we've got Roxanne by the police. Ooh, it's a tough song to like. Song about oh prostitution. Yeah. Yes. And, about and the police have good songs. I know. You don't have to turn on the red light. I'm like offended for the police. Mm, they have a couple. I, I, Synchronicity is a great album. Yes. Yeah. Synchronicity is a great album. I, there's a South Jersey ska band I used to really like um, who used to do a cover of So Lonely. So I've got a soft spot for that one. That would be a good swap. That's a pretty good song. And it would make sense for a politician because that is a lonely life. Oh, yeah. It would be very like introspective and vulnerable of him. That would be. You're always around people in a crowd, but you're always lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we can make a new video for it. That's just that shot of him on the beach by himself. <laughs> it's like when he shut it down. I thought you were going to say of him dancing around in his house in his tidy whiteies. That too. No, I would not ever say that. <laughs> gonna say I would never say that. Him in traffic on the George Washington Bridge trying to get to uh, someone he cares about in Manhattan yeah. but can't because of, because of it's been brought down to a single lane because of fake construction. Because of Bridgegate. I'm so confused by this. Yeah, and it's another weird choice. Like And great band. Yeah, totally. And not the worst song, but like I would just wouldn't. But I just. It's just weird. Can we re- recap for a second here? Because this list goes Bruce Springsteen, The Beatles, Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, John Cougar Mellencamp, Billy Joel, Bon Jovi, Brian Adams, Coldplay, Phil Collins, Prince and the Revolution, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Elton John, The Police, Talking Heads. What is happening? There's a lack of care here that I really am most upset by, I'm realizing now. Because I think we've spent more time thinking about this list than he ever did, or his people who made it, I think. Oh, 100%. But 
but we're referring now to the Talking Heads song, and she was. Yes. Yeah, not the best. I mean, not the worst, but. No, it's a great song. Yeah. If his intern that wrote this list is happens to be listening to New Jersey is the world, <laughs> please call yeah, us. I would. 973-780-4660. Get in touch. Maybe we can get Chris Christie on. <laughs> Defend your choices. We have had the governor of New Jersey on the show. Yeah. It wouldn't be that far afield to have Chris Christie on. We have. He'll personally attack you, like... <laughs> what, like physically? Prepare for that. Mike could take him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's very combative. He probably has a uh, car antenna <laughs> in his uh, <laughs> in his briefcase. He probably does. I bet you one time... One time in 1983, Chris Christie had one wild night out and probably saw the talking heads at CBGB's or something. And that was sort of like the high, the high watermark of counterculture for him. And that's how the song got on. That feels right. You know, or went to the mud club or something one time. He saw what life could have been like, walked away. And immediately got into politics (laughs) (laughs) that night. And then you got to have a U2 song. Yeah. Where the streets have no name. I yeah. just do not understand you two as a band and I never have. I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm um they're not for me. Yeah, they have some just not Irish enough. Catchy tunes and uh you know. Although I heard this hilarious story. I can't remember where I heard this, but it's very recently. But you know you know Michael Fronte. Mm-hmm. The the um, you know, like the punk, old punk, like in a million bands. <clears throat> Somehow in the early 80s, somehow his band got on tour, like a stadium tour to open for U2. And when he's telling the story, he was literally like, we, we were honestly had played like five times. And I think they said like, we played maybe like three of those were real shows. And the next thing you know, were um, we're opening up for for you two on this tour and for weeks he was like you know we were like going around with the band and he's like so one day after the show bono he's like i need to talk to you and he and he pulls me aside and he's like well this is it he's like you know he's obviously gonna tell me this is a huge mistake and we're a big fraud of a band and he's like well, you know, he's like, everything's going great. He's like, you know, my guitar player. And he's like, oh yeah, Ed. He's like, I love him. I come out and I watch Ed. And he's like, no, my guitar player is called the edge. You have to call him the edge. And he, Michael Fronte had apparently been going around on tour for weeks, calling him Ed. Ed. And, you know, and, and <laughs> the edge became very offended. But something about that story just struck me so funny. I can't remember where I heard this. That's, That's amazing. So funny. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Ed. You have to, you know, Bono actually had to have like a, a talk with him to make, to have him start calling him the right name. It's like, I'm really uncomfortable about that guy. He's called me Ed. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, this is just another basic, obvious, one of the most popular songs he could have come up with from this band mm-hmm. uh, that everybody knows. Correct. Uh, but anyone who's anyone knows that the best ugh. killer song is Read My Mind, so. That's what he should have picked. Not even like the, I guess when you were young, they're the two that are mm. that are allowed. But he didn't. He picked Mr. Brightside. Best thing about Chris Christie's list for me, though, is he has what I have said for years. I think I've even said this on the podcast. 
which is hands down the worst song ever written and recorded in the history of music, which is Hotel California by the Eagles. Yes, yes. That is literally, I have a burning hatred for that song. I hate that song so much. It is the worst song. I I mean, I can't, I could talk about for days how bad that song is. Absolutely. He puts that on his list. I mean, the the lyrics, the crappy guitar, the... The fake sadness, everything about that song is just so wrong and off. I think the Eagles is an embarrassing band to count among the top 20 songs that stir your soul. I don't think there's a song of theirs you could include that wouldn't be embarrassing. Do you remember several years ago when that, like, um... That spy plane like crashed off the coast of China, that American spy plane that they were intercepting stuff. And so they got all those guys and they locked them up in China. And they said when they were in prison the whole time, they said, I guess all the Chinese guards there were like becoming friendly with the American like servicemen, the, the airmen that had been captured. And they said one of the things that they kept on making them do was sing Hotel California right. over and over and over again with them. I like, believe you. You can check this on Google, but I'm pretty sure that this, torture. this did not happen in like a nitrous cloud one night <laughs> in my head. But I'm almost positive this is actual facts. Could go either way. It is Could go either way. one of the worst songs. One of my favorite um, artists is uh, is our, depending on how you're talking about, the Mountain Goats. Um, and... Uh, they have a song called Liza Forever Minnelli, and it has one of my favorite lines in any song ever, which is, anyone here mentions Hotel California dies before the first line leaves their lips. <laughs> and it's just, that's also how I feel. <laughs> so i with you 100%, Mike. What an awful song. That's great. Imagine you have to go to dinner, and this is the playlist, how bad the dinner would be automatically. You can't make me imagine that. <laughs> this would be the kind of thing where somebody... Oh my God, I would leave. Where you pull out a pistol and shoot the stereo, which is something I've always wanted to do in my <laughs> life and I've never had the chance to do, but I've always really wanted to do that. Nothing would deserve it more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was preceded, which we skipped over, by Finish What You Started by Van Halen. Ugh. Mm-mm. Bad. Mm-mm. Another bad Just choice. Bad. Right, another great band... Yeah, if you're going to pick Van Halen, you have so many better choices than this. Jump. Oh, we're going back. We're going We're going David Lee Roth Van Halen. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Well, this is post-David Lee Roth Van Halen, right? This is, this is yeah. bad. I know. Yeah. Right, you're going to pick a yeah. Van Halen song for your all-time song, it's and it's not a song with David Lee Roth singing. That's just not a classic. I mean, that's it. That's yeah. everything. You know what this is? This is a playlist you would hear at a hockey game. And his final choice on his list, Running Down a Dream, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, I got a real soft spot for Tom Petty. And I love that band. I love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I love the fucking country and the highwaymen. Fucking everybody, man. Yeah. Tom Petty has one of my favorite sounds in any song ever, which is he makes the ugliest, ugliest, I love it so much sound in American Girl, where he goes, uh-huh, uh, for no reason. And it's at like a kind of weird part. And he made that choice and they left it in. And it makes me... It's so weird. It's such a weird. It's not. It's like. It's not really a. It's so weird. I love it so much. Have you isolated it and listened to it over and over again? Is that why are you like like? Now I now I have to go listen to the song after the podcast and like I'm gonna be like. Oh, it's so weird. (laughs) Every time Bonaduce says something totally uh, off the rails, just play that over it. (laughs) That's our new soundboard. Put that on the soundboard. It's so strange. And he could have picked that. I, I was going to suggest instead of having <laughs> traditional political campaigns from here on out, 
we should just have every politician make a playlist and then we can decide how to vote solely based on that playlist. Because I think your playlist tells you more about how people actually think and behave than anything a politician will say in a campaign speech or, you know, uh, in an interview. Yeah, absolutely. That's the new litmus test for... If I liked Chris Christie before this, I would not after this. Some of these other ones, like, so this was all part of a list that Politico put together and they asked a, a bunch of people who, who are potential candidates running in the, in the next, potential Republican candidates running in the next election. Um, and I mean, these lists are just, they just go from either very terrible music or unbelievable. Like, I don't believe that Nikki Haley is listening to Travis Scott. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I I I don't buy this. That's again. That's one of their interns. But she has two Def Leppard songs on here. That's so funny to think. Are there twenty on that list? Yeah, she did the full twenty. So funny that twenty songs, but two of them had to be Def Leppard. That's so funny. She also has Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Yeah. As does Chris Christie. Yeah. And she has a different, she has American Girl. Maybe she also likes that sound that Tom Petty makes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Andrea, how do you feel about the fact that Vivek Ramaswamy, one of the worst people on the planet, has Fallout Boy on his list? Well, but he picked the like sports, well, it's the sports anthem Fallout Boy. So who, it doesn't even really count. Like, he has Woody Guthrie on here. Oh, weird. Yeah, I know. That's what was weird. I love that. So, like, some people have 20, and the, the people that don't, there's just an asterisk that says, Asa Hutchinson was only able to contribute eight. Why? Yeah, that's like, what, that's... <laughs> this is what I mean. Why are you explaining this, but you're not explaining it? Why? He had terrible diarrhea. He had to go. I'm shocked that Cornell West could only provide four songs. Yeah. And he provided four very good songs. They're good songs. They're very, like... Yeah. But it's like, how do you not have more than four songs for this list? Like, what are you, what is, there's just something wrong, I think. No, what we should have them do is instead of having them actually choose the songs, that end of your Spotify thing where it shows you how embarrassing you actually are. That's what I really want to see. And what you, what you've listened to a hundred times. And it's like, you know, the real actual, and it gives you that little cloud, the little Mm -hmm. vibe cloud of like what you're vibe for the year was you're right that's exactly right they should whimsical and edgy we need that legally they should be legally required it's our dime store psychology based on your terrible listening habits yes (laughs) that's exactly what i want to see yeah and i'll bet for chris christie it is just that coldplay song on repeat and that's all he's listened to all year yeah i would love for our listeners (laughs) to share their top 20 lists and tag us in them. This is like a big thing going around on Twitter. That's what sparked this for them in the first place. Oh. Um, leave them on our Patreon if you're a Patreon listener. Or just tag me in them because I really do want to know what everybody else's top 20s are. I love this. I think you're, this is, I, I don't remember if it was Jody or Mike who was saying this, but it's such a good litmus test for what kind of person you are. Andrea's creating dossiers on all of you mm-hmm. based on your musical listening. Correct. Whether you're a serial killer or not. <laughs> She's been doing it to me with movies for <laughs> months now. There you go. In three more months, she'll know everything about you, Jody. On Wednesday, she wears a yellow sock on her left foot, and she doesn't even know she does it. Mm-hmm. She likes spreadable <laughs> cheese and Triscuits. 
And might have four bodies in her closet. We're not sure. Might. Well, I just assume that about most people from North Jersey. No, only one body <laughs> in a Gethard. <laughs> I might have murdered Chris Gethard. <laughs> yeah, it's Gethard. Because he won't admit that the fucking Glenn Rock. I mean, none of us know where he is right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm holding him hostage until he admits that the Glen Rock is the most important icon of, New- of North Jersey. He's chained to a gurney in the back of an ambulance parked in the woods somewhere. Right now. <laughs> That's true. Is that an episode? Did we do it? Okay, so yeah. So this week, um, you're listening to this on the main feed with uh, special guest Jody. And then over on Patreon later this week, we've got another listener extended family guest with um, Kelly, who does all the cool environmental stuff. For Jersey is um, here to talk about some South Jersey parks and stuff, and it was a fantastic episode. Cool. So it's like our like listener special week now that Geth is gone. Yeah, it's great, and we're coming up to Halloween where we have a lot of very special Halloween things planned. We have lots of fun stuff planned. Yeah, really. Nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero at NJ is the world on Twitter at New Jersey is the world on Instagram. We have a website. You can email us. People do. You get very strange emails. Some of them are great. Some are strange and some are great. Thanks for having me, guys. What a cool surprise. Yeah, Jody, thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll let Chris out of the basement soon. (laughs) No. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the world, where New Jersey is the world.